0: Hello, this is Katherine Cunningham. Thank you for joining us for the Natural Intelligence Worldwide podcast. Did you know that 9 out of 10 people breathe polluted air? Did you know that 90% of our food from the ocean is contaminated with microplastics? Did you know that today we are losing species at a 1,000 times greater than natural extinction rate? According to Inger Anderson, former director of the IUCN, and recently appointed Executive Director to UNEP, the U.N. Environmental Program, there is a direct correlation between our personal health and our planetary health. That means that sustainable living must translate into protecting not only our personal health, but the health of individual species, their communities, ecosystems, and the entire biosphere. In our rich conversation, Inger and I explore what cities will look like in 2030 when they're green and biodiverse. We talk about what we do in our personal lives to review our own nature footprints. We talk about the need to have clear, measurable, science-based targets for evaluating our global nature footprint and for framing a new deal with nature. Sustainability is the name of the game, and none of the 17 UN Sustainable Development Goals can be delivered without investing in the integrity of nature and our Earth systems. So, let's listen to our interview and hear more what Inger has to say. I am here with Ingar Anderson. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being oh, here. It's my so pleasure. so present in the public consciousness now, or in the international dialogue, is this, this focus on populism and how people, countries, are, are turning inward in. Everything that is important to them is, is focused on what's happening in my world, my life. What role does nature have to play in this, this conversation? Is anyone really putting nature on a priority or is it really on the bottom of the list and you're not really but discussing It probably
1: it? isn't at the bottom of the list, but it isn't necessarily at the forefront either what we're seeing isn't turning inward in countries. People are concerned about being left behind. The proverbial rust belts of this world have other concerns, jobs, opportunities, incomes, the future, and that's fair enough. But what we need to think about is how will those jobs be sustainable? How will we ensure that we have a future for this planet? How can we make sure that my job as a farmer is secure if I don't have bees and insects that will pollinate my fields? there's a reality to this. How can I make sure that my children is healthy if more than 90% of the water in my country has nanoplastics in it? These are the realities. And so what we're discussing here is how to step up and create a greater awareness around environmental imperatives. And it's interesting because if you think back like four years Who was talking about oceans? Who was talking about plastics? Nobody. Well, we've seen a tipping point, and that's very, very good. Ditto for climate. What caused that awareness of climate? Well, obviously Al Gore and his activism, his movie, but also the floods, the fires, the inundations, the droughts. These are the realities that hit home. So there is an awareness. And it's interesting, even the Gilets Jeunes, the yellow jackets in France, one of their demands, which has not been reported, is phase out and ban all plastic bottles. So you see a sort of interesting mix of populism, and we need to avoid being perceived as elites. We need to be telling the message that without a working environment, you don't have a future. We in the International Union for Conservation of Nature, that's what we work on. And in 2020, in our Congress, which will happen in Marseille, we will bring together between 10 and 20,000 people who will work on these issues. And the primary issue is to understand that in most cities in the world, nine out of ten people breathe in polluted air. In much of what we, the drinking water, as I said, in most industrialized country, more than ninety percent of it has nanoplastics—these microscopic pieces of plastic—that we are losing species a thousand times the natural extinction rate. So there's a reality here. That's the awareness we
0: need to create. What's fascinating about what you're saying is that in both the plastics issue and the microplastics, and then also in the air pollution topic, what really has resonated with people is this, this response to my own health. And so planetary health and my own personal health. How important is is making this link to my individual self within this larger ecosystem? How important is that to the narrative? It's absolutely critical.
1: If we think about it, our health, there's some interesting, interesting facts. If you are exposed to greenery, your metabolism slows down, your stress level goes down, your heartbeat slows, you are in a better place. There are doctors now who prescribe RX nature. You come in with diabetes or cardiovascular. Obviously, you probably need to move. If there is obesity, you need to be more mobile. But you come in with stress, depression and other diseases which unfortunately are plaguing our societies very much then also nature is part of it. And it's our disconnection from nature. Today, 54% of the world's population live in cities. By 2036, we'll be more than 70% living in cities. How do we construct those cities? Will they be green? Will they be biodiverse? Biodiversity, this web of species in our world and our planet, is a connection that enables to produce the water we drink, the air we breathe, the food we eat. And whilst we can say, oh, well, we lost one toad in one particular ecosystem, so what? We can't, because we know that it's kind of the integrated insurance policy for our world as we know it. So species protection and ecosystem protection and planetary protection and yours and my
0: health are all connected. So this is actually going beyond natural capital and necessarily finding just the, the value proposition for individual species and their value proposition to different business interests and so in a sense it really goes to looking at the integrity of the ecosystem and supporting the ecosystems for their own systemic health and to David Attenborough's comment there's so many species that go undiscovered there are so many opportunities for biomimicry learning from nature to design for a Mm. positive future and yet we have to make sure that we protect the ecosystem so i know that in the framework 2020 going forward that there's a focus more not just protecting individual species but looking at maintaining the integrity of the ecosystem can you speak on that precisely and so
1: what we have we are lucky to have gotten the Paris Agreement and we got the world to agree and we know what we have to do on climate change. Now for biodiversity, we're working for nature. We're working on some targets and those targets will come to an end. The target goal is 2020. But looking beyond 2020, we need to come up with some clarity around how we measure how we're doing. What are you doing? What am I doing in my personal life? And what are we doing in our city? What are we doing in our community, in our country, on this planet, to ensure that the planetary boundaries of ensuring safe operating system for the world, for the planet, are secured? So the post-2020 framework. 2020 will be a super year, right? We're going to have the climate targets go into effect, if you like, the NCDs go into effect. We're going to have the Oceans Conference. We're going to have the CBD Convention on Biodiversity deliver new targets. And we're going to have the IUCN World Conservation Congress. What we now need to do between now and 2020, so it's one minute to midnight, we need to work on ensuring that we have clear targets for biodiversity, for nature. What does that mean? Well, in Paris, we agreed to less than 2 degrees, and now we know that we need to actually hit 1.5 degrees. That's critical. Why was that easy to do? It was hard. But we had Mr. Celsius, Anders Celsius in 1600 had invented the Celsius scale and that allowed us to understand how you are doing and we got therefore an understanding for a company, for a city, how to measure their footprint. What we need to do now is to create the same thing for biological diversity. Some sort of quantitative check. Quantitative. Some, some way exactly. that we can value our To products. have science-based targets that will deliver for us an ability to understand, and for a company, for a CEO, for a country, for a city, an ability to understand, how am I doing? How am I measuring myself? Can I do better? Am I impacting negatively on ecosystems and species or not? And that is now the to-do point for IUCN, the International Union for Conservation of Nature, and for all of our members. We are an organization composed of NGOs as well as governments. WWF, TNC, CI, and many others are involved and are members of IUCN. So we're very proud to have them as members and as well as government members. And so we're working very much on these science-based targets So, with companies and with many other partners to ensure that we can deliver that in 2020 and get a global agreement to these targets with the private sector and cities and mayors saying, just like they did in Paris, look, negotiators, we are way ahead of you. We are committed to this. We know that it matters, and we want to put wind in the sails of success for the Biodiversity Convention. That's why the New Deal for Nature that our friends and WWF have launched makes so much sense. That's why we need to step up for nature. We at ISEAN, we work on the science behind this, but we need to create a
0: crescendo of support to
1: ensure that nature can be sustainable in the long run.
0: I love your orchestral metaphor because it really seems that we are as an individual environmental focused organizations in food and water and health and biodiversity and climate change and forests oceans coming together and creating a symphony of actions that then is being orchestrated by you know some sort of conductor. In in your sense, how important are these frameworks, are these international meetings for orchestrating this symphony so that we ensure the music we create going forward is it's critical. Look, sometimes
1: people say what are you folks doing sitting in meetings? That's not preserving nature, that's not taking care of nature. But nature is in the emergency room right now, and it needs global action. Individual action is wonderful, but that's not enough. We need everybody's muscle. We need everyone's voice. And you and I and the listeners can do their bit. What am I doing in my garden? What kind of pesticides do I use or not? What kind of food do I buy or not? Do I buy organic? Do I know where the palm oil in my soap comes from? Was it sustainably sourced? What kind of fish do I eat? Etc. Not only is it good for our health, it's also good for the planet's health. And we just can't afford to think that we can extract, have effluent, and pave over nature. Nature is the lungs of the world. It's what provides us the air we breathe, as I said before. And if we don't take care of this, frankly, there is no future. Yes, you can cut the forest empty, and that quarter you will have a nice return in your profit sheet, right? Well, that happens a quarter after. So sustainability is the name of the game, which is why the world came up with the Sustainable Development Goals. These 17 goals that packs into this the fact that you need to reduce poverty. You need to educate all the girls and give them chances too in life. You need to have good health. If you don't have the infrastructure, you need to get your goods to market, to be safe, to have hospitals, to have energy. You need that too. But none of that can be delivered without healthy nature. If you like, the SDG that deals with climate, the SDG that deals with fresh water, the SDG that deals with life on land, life underwater, marine life, each of these are the very underpinning for you and me standing on this good earth and for the way we live. Without that, how will you even have economies that work that can tax, have education, have health, have infrastructure? Is not going to work, which is why investing in nature is so critical and investing in the safety of the Earth's planetary systems to allow us to continue to exist. Sometimes I say, you know what? Nature will be just fine. We might not be so fine. If we continue down this road, nature might be a little weedy for a few millennia or a few hundreds of thousands of years, but nature will survive. CI, one of our IUCN members, have done this beautiful series about the voices of nature, where nature speaks to us and tells us that she is not happy with what we are doing. And those voices of the nature is exactly it. Nature will be there. It just won't necessarily involve us, which is why we need to ensure to protect it. Nature is
0: fundamental to the entire framework to the entire sustainable development goal 17 goal structure and that we can't achieve any of these goals unless we keep ourselves focused on how we are impacting our natural world that's right we all have a
1: role to play and um, we need the voices from the bottom i had the opportunity to speak with kids this time around and their voices this is their future we've messed up their planet right we just borrowed it from them So we need the voices from the the communities, but we also need to ensure that the frameworks, the commitments, the regulations are in place to land on that planetary safety, to ensure that we get a new deal for nature and to ensure that uh, when we get to 2020, we get ambitious, clear goals Mm -hmm. against which we can all measure ourselves. That's the target. That's the thing we have to do. And there's no delaying this priority. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to our Natural Intelligence Worldwide Podcast, where we're committed to spotlighting intuitive vision, nature-inspired knowledge, and native wisdom in our world. You can find us at naturalintelligence.com forward slash worldwide. There, we have a growing portfolio of podcasts with world leaders on nature, sustainability, climate, and tech for good. Thank you for awakening natural intelligence in the world. Have a beautiful day.